In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Well, hey guys, welcome back uh, to Fit to Succeed podcast. And I'm super excited about today's episode. I know they say that like all the time. But I just had this idea the other week and um, just from listening to a podcast, uh, you know, I listen to a ton of podcasts myself and always tried to think if there's ways that I could help you as you're tuning into this one uh, when it comes to your health and, and how to be successful. So today we're talking about biohacking. And the reason that I even came up with this idea or wanted to do this episode is because I was listening to one of my all-time favorite mentors, and she had recorded a podcast on this actually not that long ago too. And hers was, you know, about biohacking and um, how it how it's turned out for her and and what the benefits have been for her. And I loved the episode, and she did a great job because at the beginning she did talk about, hey, you know just so you know that a lot of this stuff costs money and some people just aren't in a place where they can afford these kinds of things. And, and so she prefaced it really well with that, you know, I tuned in anyways. Um, but I came up with this idea because as I was listening to her and then I searched out the information that she was providing and the tools and the, you know, the tricks and the biohacking that she's been doing just to see, okay, Oh, I'm really interested in that. What would that cost me? And I came to found to come to find out that like she was right. <laughs> this stuff was not cheap. And when I say not cheap in my world, that means you know you're spending minimum three hundred dollars for something, upwards of tens of thousands of dollars for biohacking um, tricks and and tools and tips and stuff like that. So. I know part of you is probably like, okay, wait, time out. <laughs> what is biohacking? And I even wasn't entirely sure myself. So I did look it up. Um, but uh, so I have like a number of definitions. So I'm going to kind of share some of these with you just to get an idea of what, because biohacking could mean a, a number of different things to different people, just kind of depends. But when I Googled biohacking, these are just a few of the things that came up. So I'm going to share it with you, but biohacking can be described as citizen or do it yourself biology. I know you're probably like, wait, what? So it says for many biohackers, this consists of making small incremental diet or lifestyle changes to make small improvements in your health and well-being. Biohacks promise anything from quick weight loss to enhanced brain function. So that's where I'm like, okay, hmm, tell me more. Maybe this is worth spending that kind of money. And uh, another definition was it's a do-it-yourself biology aimed at improving performance, health, well-being through strategic interventions. Some common biohacking techniques like meditation and intermittent fasting have been around since the ancient times. So you're probably familiar and heard of meditation or intermittent fasting, 
and didn't know that that was essentially biohack. They just have this new name for it now. And then another one just says some easy ways to biohack for yourself include eating the right foods and reducing your sugar intake. Lots of vegetables and cross-fed butter protein will help improve your health and rid your brain, rid you of brain fog. Making vitamins and nootropics part of your daily routine, tracking your sleep, being grateful. Again, some of these things you're probably like, okay, I've already done that. I've been doing that. Um, uh, here's one suggestion. It just says biohack your sleep by exercising in the early morning or afternoon. So your body's ready for um, sleep at night. And so, yep, there's a, a biohack for you. And another one here just says, you've heard of hacking computers, hacking smartphones and hacking email, even, even heard of hacking elections. Hmm. Weird, right? Uh, but what about biohacking your body or hacking your body? The concept is called biohacking. While it may sound like something out of brave new world, it really is all about self-improvement. And there are numerous ways to incorporate methods of biohacking your body and mind into your daily routine. And that's from Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins definitely participates in a number of these. I don't know all the things that he does, but um, he even writes biohacking your body means changing your chemistry and your physiology through science and self-experimentation to increase energy and vitality. And this is something, you know, if you know, Ro Tony Robbins or follow him at all, like he's all about your energy and increasing it in vitality. So it's a broad definition, but, uh, that's also because the concept is constantly evolving and there are many different answers to, to, um, biohacking. So again, what kind of came to me with this was like, okay, I love this idea. I love this concept and listening to her podcasts was really helpful. And, but a part of me was like, I can't like, I can't afford that stuff. And if I can't afford that, I'm sure there's probably other millions of people, especially in the world that we're in today that can't afford that. But we are interested. We, we want to quote unquote, biohack our bodies and figure out, okay, how can we um, increase our energy? How can we be more efficient? How can we get rid of uh, brain fog and all of that? So hence, this is um, how to biohack on a budget. So, you know, in short, biohacking is just a fancy word for making small uh, daily habits um, and changing them. And I've talked about it before, but if you haven't read the book, Compound, Epe Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, it is a great resource to check out. And again, it, if you think of it, Compound Effect is all about small changes happening over time that ultimately you get your result, you get the end goal. Um, and so I would highly recommend that book as well. So some of the, the different biohacking, um, I guess, uh, opportunities or, you know, answers, if you will include a number of things. And, and in that podcast that I was listening to, I think she listed like 14. And so I'm not going to touch on all the ones she did. Cause some of them, I, I don't know how to do differently or how to do better on a budget, but I did do some research on some of the other ones. And so I'll share some of these with you, but, um, and I mean, as simple as changing your diet or wearing certain technology, um, some people that are really into biohacking now, this is just weird to me, but one day, probably when my kids are older, it'll be more common and normal, which is just such a weird thing to think about, but as implanting technology, um, 
and to, to improve your own body. Right. I'm not sure how I feel about that at all. Um, and glad I don't even have to worry about it right now. So biohacking on a budget and here are a couple just examples. So one of them is biohacking your circulatory system. Um, and they call this cryotherapy. If you've heard of it, or probably more well-known as cold therapy or cold plunging, um, cold water therapy, anything like that, where you're basically just freezing your butt off on purpose. And if you follow me at all on my um, Instagram or Facebook and my stories, I've been sharing about my love now for these cold plunges. And um, I was got into it because of a friend of mine who does it in New Hampshire, where it's far colder than it is here in Arizona. And she goes into the lakes and, and does it. And I was like, you know what, if she can do it in a freezing cold lake, I can totally do it in my Arizona pool. So I try, I, I started doing it and her and I are actually going to record a podcast episode, um, in the next week about this whole idea, why she does it, why I do it, how we got into it and all of that. But the point of doing it is just how the science behind, uh, and the studies of how good it is for you. Um, and it's, you know, it, definitely helps your vascular system. It contracts and, um, retracts your blood vessels. It helps with inflammation, you know, post-workouts, um, and, and it's good for immune system. There's just like all these studies behind it. And we'll probably get into it when her and I talk, but so one option is you can, um, so my mentor, she was talking about like getting this in her home, like putting in a tub specifically to have these ice cold baths, um, on a regular basis. And now if you can do that, fantastic. Awesome. I'm so happy for you. Cause that's amazing. And maybe one day we'll be there, but to do that, something like this on a budget, there are a number of just super easy ways. So number one, if you live in Arizona and you have a pool, perfect time of year to do that right now. I did look at the weather next week. Our lows are getting lower, so it's just going to get harder, but it's totally doable. So if you have, if you're in Arizona or another state that you have a pool, it's perfect. Um, if you don't have a pool, which many people don't, I understand if you live near a lake, that's another opportunity to go and do a cold plunge. If you don't have a pool, you don't have a lake near you a cold bath, whether it's like just cold water or you actually add ice to your bath, there's another totally free option for you to use. And then even another option, if you follow or have heard of Wim Hof at all, I'll be honest, I never heard of him until I started doing this. So I didn't know he was like the godfather of this whole thing, but he suggests, you know, when you're in the shower and after you've taken your normal warm shower, turn a cold for 15 to 30 seconds. And that will, will be, I don't know if it's just as beneficial, but it's beneficial to you. And then you kind of work your way up. So a cold shower would be great. Now, when you're talking about like temperatures and that sort of thing, if, if you track it or want to know, but what to be considered like a cold plunger, um, doing any of, you know, cold showers and stuff is anything below 58 degrees Fahrenheit or 14 degrees Celsius. And the optimal uh, temperature is between 45 and 55. 
And so right now in Arizona, that's essentially what our pool is. So, um, it's, it's been awesome. And here in the month of December, I'm doing it every single day. I wasn't planning on doing that, but when a friend challenges you, um, to something or puts out a challenge, I'm like, okay, I can do this. Um, so that's a biohack for this cryotherapy, cold plunges, um, that sort of thing. So let's see what else. Um, the next one that was talked about, actually, I don't know if there's the next one, but another one, cause I look this one up too. I was super interested with Christmas coming. I'm like, Oh, what, what could I get? But was on uh, red light therapy. So red light is great for um, treating a number of conditions to relieve pain, reduce inflammation, restore function. Uh, it's very non-invasive, no chemicals or anything like that are used. So, um, you know, I was super curious on, on this mask that she recommended. And so I looked it up and it was $300 and like this, um, red light therapy mask that you wear, um, you know, supposed to be good for the skin and all that stuff. So I looked up the mask. I was like 300. I was like, Oh, I don't know. I mean, that would be like probably the one and only Christmas gift I get if I even really want to spend that kind of money. So I looked it up. Um, and, uh, red light therapy is just kind of like the overarching, words for red light or near infrared light wavelengths. So the only difference between, between those two is just this, um, the size of the wavelength and the longer the wavelength, the deeper it penetrates the skin. So I believe, um, when you're looking at, when I did my research, the red light therapy that you want is uh, between 600 and 800 nanometers whatever that means. Like I'm, this is not my area of expertise at all, but a way to start on a budget instead of getting a red light therapy mask, or, um, I even looked up cause she said she had said she has one in her home that is like, I think she said it was on wheels that you could move around or maybe they hung it up. I can't remember, but either way that is upwards of like $10,000 to get like this red light, um, this big, you know, big red light thing that you can utilize in your own home. You can definitely go to places that have, uh, have something like this too, which you'll probably be paying a membership, something like that. But if you wanted it in your home, I mean, you're looking at anywhere from say the $300 up to $10,000 plus for red light. So my biohack budget would just be, and again, this is like if you if this is something that you are really interested in, but you're like, I don't know if it's gonna work. I don't really want to invest that kind of money. But literally, getting a um, red light flashlight. I know that sounds ridiculous and silly, and it's you know it's not fancy where you just put on a mask and you turn a switch on. So if you're gonna use like a flashlight, right, you've gotta be you've gotta hold it or um, whatever, set it up so it hits you the right way. Um, it's not as fancy, but again, we're talking biohacking on a budget. So a flashlight like that, um, which I did look up is about 660 nanometers. So when I said these red light therapies are between 600 and 800, 660, perfect. It's $8 and 99 cents on Amazon or wherever you want to buy a red flashlight. And there's your, um, biohacking on a budget when it comes to red light therapy. <laughs> um, another one is, um, infrared saunas. So you probably heard of this too. Um, they help with long lasting health problems such as like high blood pressure, heart failure, dementia, Alzheimer's, um, 
constant headaches, type two diabetes, arthritis. So she had suggested this blanket and, um, I looked up the blanket. I can't actually remember what that one specifically was, but you could get a, uh, infrared sauna blanket from anywhere from like, say 150 upwards of $600 for, for something like this. Or again, you know, if there's a infrared sauna somewhere that you're a member at, probably a gym or a health spa or something, you can do that if you actually wanted to get your own sauna. So when she was sharing this, she was saying, you know, in their new home that they're getting, they are getting, um, they're going to have that, um, cold water, cold plunging bath. They're also going to put in a red, um, or an infrared sauna. So if you wanted your own sauna, I mean, right. You're going to be looking at thousands of dollars, probably two, $3,000. Um, and then in doing my research, one of the ways that you could also, um, uh, make this work because the infrared saunas is a lot about, um, the sweat and sweating out toxins and that sort of thing is if you're in Arizona summertime, perfect. <laughs> you just go outside or you sit in a hot car, um, or you can literally take a hot bath and it does very similar. It has very similar effects and benefits that an infrared sauna does. So granted stick with me because these aren't perfect, you know, um, apples to apples, but if you're looking for the benefit, um, to help with some of these health issues, these like long lasting ones that an infrared sauna suggests they can help with take a hot bath. And I've taken hot, like Casey makes fun of me. Cause I take really hot showers and really hot baths and I will find myself like sweating in my bathtub. And so that's a great alternative and a way to kind of biohack, um, that on a budget. So some other ones that um, were brought up or suggested are like compression therapy, right? So um, a lot of athletes use the, those big compression boots. Um, those on Amazon are about 750 bucks. Um, my hack for biohacking on a budget would be compression socks. You know, why not? It's, it's um, again, it's not apples to apples, but if you're looking for some kind of, uh, relief and inflammation or pain or recovery, compression socks are great. It's very old school, if you will, but you know, that used to be back in the day. Um, you know, probably when I started running, oh, 20 years ago, compression socks were like the way to go. And it's essentially the same thing. So, um, compression therapy just helps with uh, inflammation recovery, that sort of thing. That's, you know, so as you're listening to me, this is right. Like there's nothing new here. (laughs) This is all stuff that's, that has been talked about. Um, sometimes we just get the, the health industry. When I say we, the health industry just gets really fancy with their words and things become very popular like intermittent fasting or, um, you know, paleo keto, all of that just becomes really popular, but it's just, Ultimately, it's like you taking control of your own health. Um, okay, a couple more here. So one of the other things was um, a, a machine, I don't know, that's called Chili Sleep. And it's basically like this machine that you put in your room under your bed or your mattress or something that just like cools it down because, you know, you sleep better when it's cold, right? I, I think we kind of all recognize that, right? You just sleep better when it's colder because you can just bundle up. And so literally... Instead of spending a thousand dollars on this like chili sleeper to cool your bed or room down, guys, it's winter time right now as we're recording this. Open up a window, open up a door, something like that. And you don't need to spend 
$1,000 on a cooling system. I mean, that's what we have air conditioning for, right? In summertime here in Arizona, a lot of people I know will turn their air down or up, whichever way you want to talk about it, but to make it cold at night because everyone just sleeps better when it's cold. So open up a door, open up a window, save that $1,000 for something more exciting. Uh, Another thing that I was really interested in was an aura ring. You know, this is just another wearable, traceable, trackable device that you wear. And this one specifically will track um, your sleep and then it suggests things and tells you when you're in REM sleep or, you know, whatever. And I think it's awesome. I think it's fancy and sleep is such a huge and important aspect of your health. And I think though it's, you know, for me, it's, it's like, I would love to know this, but at the same time, like, I know if I get a good night of sleep or not, right? Like we don't need some device to tell us, Hey, you need better sleep. You need more sleep. It's kind of like you wake up and you just know like, Oh man, I slept really deep last night. Um, which lately I have, cause I got a new, um, diffuser and I've been diffusing lavender in my room. Oh my gosh. I don't know what it, I mean, Normally I don't notice stuff like that, but man, these last two nights since I've been using it, my sleep is deep and it's awesome. But right. Like, so I, maybe I'm not going to say I'll never get something like the, like any of these, but, uh, and an aura ring probably out of all of these was most interesting to me. Um, just because it, it could help, right. More information sometimes is very helpful, but the aura ring at $300, to track your sleep. I mean, I'm sure many of you might have like an Apple watch or um, some other track sleep tracking device, but think about it. Like how often are you utilizing that information and are you utilizing it for, to your benefit? Just buying this $300 ring is not going to be like, Oh, I'm going to sleep better now. I mean, right. You still have to do stuff. You still have to be proactive. You still have to cool your room down at night so you can sleep better. You still have to exercise so your sleep is better. You still have to eat good food so your sleep is better. You still have to drink water so your sleep is better. Um, These devices are very helpful and these, you know, unique biohacking things are exciting and it might get you refocusing back on your health, but ultimately like you are fully, fully responsible for all of this. So, um, And then lastly is biohacking your diet, um, just through intermittent fasting or trying out new, um, new ways of consuming food or educating yourself or, you know, just trying something different. And if intermittent fasting is something you've tried or you want to look into, you know, that's just basically like allowing your body rest from the process of eating food and the process that it goes through digestion and giving your body that time to do it. Um, you know, we've been through that, that phase where it's like, okay, eat every two to three hours. And sometimes that's still good for you. Maybe try it if you haven't, or to eat three good solid meals a day and no snacking in between to, okay, stop eating at 6 PM and don't eat until 10 or make sure you eat your breakfast. This is all biohacking. It's just experimenting for yourself what works um, and and changing it because it's going to change. You're not going to stick to, I'm going to intermittent fast and only eat one meal a day for the rest of my life. Like maybe, but probably not. Like that's not going to work. So just to kind of conclude here, biohacking, like I said, is just a super trendy word for what we've already been doing, what we already know. And that's just, you know, 
um, making small daily habit changes. You try something, you see how it feels. You either keep doing it or you don't do it or you, you do it for a little while or you change um, because your health is not a destination. You're not, once you've lost that 10, 50 pounds, you haven't made it. Once you've gained that, once you've done that marathon or that 5k, you haven't made it right. Like you've had an experience and it's a journey and it's exciting and stressful and fun and hard work all at the same time, but your health is, is never a destination. So what works today may not work the same time next year, because maybe you're healthier. Maybe you're in a different stage of life. You had a baby or your baby's now a toddler or your youngest is now in school or, you know, your husband's now super involved in his health and fitness. And so you guys are doing things together. So what's working for you today and one year from now may not work. And what you love today, uh, you know, I love cold plunging right now. Maybe this time next year, I'll be like, yeah, this, this is just not for me right now. It's, you know, doesn't benefit me, which I can't see that happening, but you never know what you love today may not be the same thing that you love even a week from now. So just remember that this health is a journey and that your health is yours. You are the one that's in control. You need to be proactive. Don't let a, a, a health issue, a health concern consume you, but try things, do something different. Make sure you're moving daily uh, intentionally. Make sure you're you know, eating vegetables and a variety. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Guys, it's the same thing we've talked about forever and always will. Um, so I just encourage you to take your health into your own hands. Maybe check out some of these different biohacks. Do something for you. Try something new. Try a cold plunge. Try a red flashlight. Um, you know, try a hot bath, whatever the case may be, and just see if it's working for you in this season of your life. So I hope you guys found this super helpful. I would love if you shared this with somebody, especially your friends that are like, that are either really into health or people that like are wanting to get into their health. You know, it's the coming to the end of 2022, we're going into the new year. And if you're like me, you want to do things, you want to focus on your health, but you also want to on a budget. You don't want it to cost a lot and your health doesn't have to cost a lot. And that's always my goal is to, to provide you with helpful tips to, to be able to take it into to your own hands and not cost you a fortune. So, all right, guys, thanks so much. Have an awesome day. Again, please share this with someone you love and know. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you've needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time.